talk 840 kxnt we made it weekend is dead ahead and um i'm okay with that ash you yeah, i'm you? ready for the weekend week one of 2022 has been fabulous but i, I need a weekend uh yes we're ready for the first weekend <laughs> giggling here in studio with us none other you. than our resident curmudgeon in chief yes curmudgeon the, uh, at law the lost yeah the, the lost, lost vegan, vegan. Yes. Of Las Vegas, uh, the official food critic of West Right with Sam and Ash. John, welcome back. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to all. It's been, I'm with Ashley on this one. It's been a great seven days. I'm just waiting for something to mess it up. (laughs) (laughs) The talk. Speaking of, you have a trip coming up to Paris. We've talked about this before. You're heading up to celebrate a big birthday. You've had this trip in the works for a long time. And then, lo and behold, COVID, the jealous busy that she is, has come back and and with a new variant. Omicron, I think is how they call it. Named after uh, Macron, (laughs) President Macron of of France. And and now this this new variant is is throwing a wrench into things or no? Or where are we with international travel? It may yet throw a wrench in these things, but as of right now, all systems are go for me to be on a jet plane a week from today with Las Vegas, but a dim memory in the rearview mirror <laughs> as I try to forget about the craziness that the last year has in, in had for everyone. Well, that's a sm- I would I don't blame you. That's a smart thing to do. 2021 was pretty unremarkable in that sense. You want to forget it. It was frustrating. Uh, my question, though, is what are, what are the requirements right now in France? Well, it's a pain in the neck. Okay. Um, it's one of the tighter countries to get into and out of. So, like, 20, well, actually, I leave a week from Saturday. We're on Friday. This is Friday. Oh, we, good. We, you can do a show next week uh, <laughs> with us. Maybe. That's, that's a definite, uh, definite that's, maybe. I definite heard a maybe. yes. Definite I, maybe. It rhymes maybe. with we. May we. <laughs> well, we have to get, to we get do. in, to get on the plane, you have to have a negative antigen test within 24, 48 hours of getting on the plane. So I have mine scheduled because it's just crazy out there right now. You can't just go get a test at, at CVS pharmacies or the health district. I've, I've checked into a number of them. I mean, there's 100 people in line everywhere you go waiting two, three hours to get a, a, a swab. So I've arranged one. I've got an appointment for one. You get a test, a negative test, assuming, you know, knock on wood. I'm knocking on my head here. <laughs> and uh, you did. then you get on the plane and you get over there. But when you get over there, then you have to have a pass sanitaire. And the pass sanitaire is, a, is an app you load that you have to get from like a drugstore that shows that you have a negative antigen test and fully vaccinated. And then they, they download this thing onto your phone. So you can then show this before you want to go to the Louvre or you want to go to uh, any, any large gatherings. A lot of restaurants don't check it. I've talked to people who've mm-hmm. been in France recently. They say it's about 50-50. Some places they just, you know, come on in. Well, some places, you know, well, they have somebody standing at the door making sure that you have the pass sanitaire. And so that that's the French just being the French. I'm okay with all that. The, the bad news is then you have to have a negative test to get on the plane coming back to America. And if you don't pass it, then you have to spend five days in quarantine. We weren't going to go when it was a 10-day quarantine. Remember a few months yeah. ago? 
that, that's just that's a bridge too far. I mean, that's just dumb. The idea yeah. of coming back and having to quarantine. Well, yeah, yeah, the idea. Well, no, no, or, 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 there. Or, or, over there. Yeah. Being, being, sitting in a, in a hotel room for 10 days is just, well, that's crazy. At so, hundreds of dollars a night. Yeah, hundreds of dollars a night, you know, <laughs> because you test positive for something that you feel fine, and yet it's probably now, this, this new Omicron virus is turning out to be no more serious than a head cold, but no, you have to stay here for five days. Oh, the world's lost its mind. So, uh, so, so yeah. So we so we have to have the negative test coming back, and we're gonna be there two full weeks. So you know, who knows? One of us could catch a cold. One of us could catch a virus. But we're gonna take the risk, and if it happens, it happens. I've always said that the tests that you get to come back that are usually done through hotels, they arrange it. Right. I mean, when I was down in Cabo, I was like, "There's no way Cabo is gonna give me a negative test and keep me." Right. They're right. sending everyone back. Well, right. after a few days of ash. Yeah, uh, there's no keeping her. They, 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 they said, <laughs> they're done. Make sure that test is negative because we want her out of here. Can you hear Ashley call me Karen Watkins? You know, <laughs> oh, trapped in easy. a hotel room. Ashley, oh. Actually, of the two of us, I'm the one more likely. Oh yeah, to you're call more Karen. Like, yes, okay. I, I, I'm not being fair to Ash. You're That's, right. Yeah, yeah. You're definitely the Karen. You're the. Do you know who I am? I want to speak to the manager. I've never said. Do you know who I am? You have said I want to speak to the manager, though. I'm sure you have. Um, it's yes. written yes. all over you. It's yes. like, I can actually see the tattoo uh, on the forehead right oh, no right this is how many times have we eaten out at restaurants well, a lot at this point yeah many uh, many, many dozens many. have you ever seen me be anything but delightful no our friend <laughs> no our friend that's uh, true you're very delightful uh, our friend james he's he could be a he could be a sticky wick sometimes <laughs> he's not here to defend himself that's that's me <laughs> all right okay okay so sorry about I, this. I, no, so france is on my horizon we hope i love it excellent this is all good news so if it doesn't happen, though, how likely are you to go to Paris Casino as a, you know, as like a stopgap measure? Let's say you are grounded, cannot go to Paris. On a scale France. of 1 to 10, negative 29. Okay. I uh, heard that you love that uh, Mon Ami Gabi oh, restaurant. They, they ripped me off about a year and a half ago, and I'm never going back there again. And it used to be one of my favorite restaurants. But they, they took advantage of me, okay, which is... Really something, folks. Uh, Mon ami Gabi, well, and they, I mean, not to brag, but they know who I am, and they padded the bill and overcharged us uh, shamelessly. And, and uh, uh, they, and it was, it caused quite, quite a ruckus at the time. And, uh, and believe me, I'm never going back. It's one of those restaurants, do not let your guard down, because you go there and get all drunk and happy and everything, and suddenly the bill shows up. It's like, well, well, where's this? What is this? What is this? Oh, we thought you wanted it. And then it just goes on the bill, and suddenly you're paying double what you thought you should. Wait, they're bringing food out to you and then charging it? Yeah, yeah they, oh. they, they did this. They, you know, we, 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 knew we, were, uh, we knew we were in for it. We, we agreed to pay a certain amount, and we knew it was going to be like a, a, a tasting menu with Got a it. lot of stuff. But then there were upcharges and this and oh, that. Oh, that's and, frustrating. And, uh, you know, uh, somebody ordered a bottle of wine. They didn't have it. They brought one that was $300 instead of the $120 bottle that they ordered. You know, it was, it was nasty. And, I mean, yeah, mon ami, Gabby, you are off my list. Okay. Yeah. People who overcharge food critics, they're actually just like people who assault police officers. You know, if you're going to overcharge a food critic, yeah. you're going to assault a cop. Imagine what you're going to do to an unsuspecting person. Right. I mean, yeah, they, grandma. Yeah. I mean, they, they, the tourists. It, it, yes. it, it's just that shameless strip mentality. And, and, and it's, it, it's in a lot of restaurants, and I, I'm, I'm ashamed of it, but it happens to a lot of people, to our tourists. Uh, well, you know what? And to me. There is something going into Paris, Las Vegas. What? Martha Stewart apparently is opening uh, her first restaurant, yeah. designing it herself, and that's where she's putting it. Can you hear the yawn? Can you hear the yawn? 
<laughs> I, I heard it was, but it wasn't going to be a collaboration with Snoop Dogg? Yeah, uh, who gives a crap? Martha Stewart's not a restaurateur. She's just plastering her name on a wall so Caesar's Palace can overture. Maybe they were trying to get Rachel Ray to do a restaurant here. They got Gordon Ramsay phoning it in. Now they have Giada phoning it in. Now they're going to have Martha Stewart phoning it in. All so right. You're not excited for that. I know. I'm, I know. He is not a Martha Stewart fan, but not even a little bit. She does cook. I mean, she's. Not Snoop Dogg? She <laughs> you can't get it. There's a big difference between doing what Martha Stewart does and running a restaurant. Could it be prison food? <laughs> Ooh. They, they maybe do like a he theme cuts dinner. To the quick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm sure she's a nice lady, but I have no interest in a restaurant. I got to see you earlier this week, uh, John. We were celebrating. Uh, we were over at Ferrara's, uh, which is actually a restaurant in town where they do not phone it in. Great Italian oh food my just gosh. off the yeah. strip. And uh, I know we just got a quick few seconds here before we got to take a break, but it was, it was great to see you. It was great to celebrate. Gino became, uh, what was the restaurateur of the year? Restaurateur of the year in Desert Companion Magazine after 36 years. I mean, wow. he, as, as he reminded me, maybe I should have gotten this, this award a little while ago. <laughs> yeah, 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 he's probably deserved it for at least two decades. The wow. food there is oh, always spectacular. It's, it's magnificent. It? Yes, I mean it's one one, and it's they've done it so well for so long. Ferraro's is our homegrown Italian restaurant, and we couldn't love it anymore. It's right off the strip, where it's well near Hofbrau House. Yeah, right actually. across from it's right yeah. where pa- Paradise, across from Hofbrau House on one corner, and Harmon Ver- Harmon UNLV Virgin, Virgin yeah, Hotel, right. right there. Absolutely a must stop. All right, let's take a quick break here. Uh, let our sponsors uh, tell Sponsor you a thing things. or two. Um, and uh, and then we'll be back here. We've got John Curtis, our food critic. You're listening to What's Right with Sam and Ash. I'm Sam. Ash is over here uh, making faces at me, and we'll be back after this. <laughs> Sam and Ash Injury Law has been named the official injury attorneys of the Henderson Silver Knights. Sam and Ash Injury Law, they care, they help, you win. 702-820-1234 or salmonashlaw.com because you deserve what's right. So we're here in studio in our beautiful downtown Las Vegas office. What's right with Sam and Ash, Newstalk 840 KXNT. We have, because it's Friday, every Friday we have John Curtis, our resident food critic, the lost vegan of Las Vegas, <laughs> the curmudgeon at law, uh, doodling notes on a uh, hotel establishment from California. Yeah, I see, yeah. that's a good spot. Shutters on the uh, beach, my favorite Santa oh, Monica. Uh, Santa Monica, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. Since, since you don't invite me to stay at your house, I have to pay exp- expensive hotel rates. Oh, man. I, I, <laughs> with your brood. With, yeah, come come bunk with uh, three kids all under 15. <laughs> and two dogs. And two and, dogs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, do that. So right before we had a, a brief break, just want to mention again how exciting uh, it is that uh, Gina Ferrara from Ferraro's uh, Las Vegas, fantastic restaurant, got restaurant tour of the year, Desert Home Companion Magazine. Desert Companion. I won't call it Desert Home Companion. Yeah, because you're I'm thinking Prairie Home Companion. Yes. Prairie Home Companion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Desert Companion. Uh, which I grew up on listening. Yeah, yeah. That, uh, oh, yeah. Garrison Keeler. Yeah, you have that homespun wit about you as well, uh, don't you? Well, thank you. Good, <laughs> sir. Good, thank you. I have no idea what's going on right now. Yeah, uh, before yeah. your time. Yeah, way before your time. You weren't, you weren't even a gleam in your daddy's eye. <laughs> <laughs> I could go so many places with that. All right. So wonderful food. Okay. And we Ferraro's. There, we love Ferraro's. We sat there, got to break bread a little bit. What are those little balls? Can I uh, say that? What are those little? Arancini. 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 Now, what yeah. goes in that? Risotto? Well, arancini classically has, uh, basically, they take risotto rice. 
It's a good way when you make risotto. I mean, we had that beautiful porcini mushroom risotto the other night at Ferraro's. Well, when the rice gets a little, you know, you serve it, but then there's always some leftover rice. So what the peasant women did in Sicily is they take this leftover rice. You know how rice gets a little kind of gummy and everything. Well, it's it's uh, so it's a little bit gummy and stale, and they roll it into balls, and then they bread it and they deep fry it, and it kind of cooks again. And it freshens it up again. It's that, got that crunch and that rice. Sometimes there's meat inside the arancini. Uh, the classic one, I think, is done just with, uh, just with uh, plain risotto and, and breaded and fried into tiny arancini balls. It's usually served with a tomato sauce. Well, the one there did not have any meat. It didn't have any No, meat. it was That's pure just rice. It, pure it risotto. was incredible. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's light in that. Uh, they're addictive, but they're also filling. So you eat like four of them, and then, then, then the food starts showing up, and you're like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but they, they do really, I mean, everything they do at Ferraro's is great, but uh, the, the Arancini, they, they, they're like Southern Italian people. They're from Campania, kind of south of mm-hmm. Rome, and some of the dishes there just knock my socks off. I mean, and, and the place is famous for its asabuco. And uh, Arancini, Arancini uh, the, the Spanish equivalent is something called croquetas, which are usually filled with a white bechamel sauce. But that's another show. Okay, we'll go into that some other time. We could do a whole show on just fried balls of fried deliciousness. Balls, fried balls. Fried balls no, of sweaty deliciousness. balls. Uh, <laughs> well, I didn't go there. <laughs> fried balls of deliciousness. <laughs> yeah. People probably wonder, what the hell are they doing on this show? I know. What well, is it about? They're I'm, lawyers, I'm, they're lawyers, and they're talking about food. They're, I'm dreaming of Rocky Mountain oysters right now. Wow. You know what those are? Yeah. Yeah, but why? I don't know, because they're delicious when they're deep fried and cut in half and everything. Okay. Sliced, yeah. They're not balls, though. They're, they are. They're bull testicles. Yeah. Oh, they are. Yes, yes. Rocky Mountain oysters are bull oh, testicles. Oh, I don't know. So yeah, and, is, that's what they are. And, I'm and, glad and, I never ordered them. I always thought, thought it was a fried oyster. Yeah. And they're, they're, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it's no. How many, there are a lot, not a lot of oyster farms. Don't laugh farms. at me. There's not a lot of oyster farms in the Rocky Mountains. <laughs> I just did newsflash. <laughs> can't okay well you thank know, you john i hope we're educating you. your listening your listeners hey, at, you know okay. what when you laugh at me you're laughing at probably 80 <laughs> percent of the public yeah okay so just laugh at us right well this try is what happens this, this by the way for instance elitism you ought to see this man <laughs> mocking me wearing an ascot and a uh, white smoking jacket oh i smoking i thought i would just get kind of dressed up today it just felt like a dress up friday to and me. the orange uh, the orange uh a gift from my our friend pearl kim ah pearl. To, to match my phone oh i yeah. love it yeah i can vouch for this Inter gold cufflinks vintage yeah, 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 yeah. Antique. yeah we're i believe in informal friday not casual friday that in my world okay? yes it's and, true and, i can and, vouch for should, that too um, not don't dress worry about dressing for dinner dress for lunch folks no one's gonna buy that Gosh, one. You know what? Uh, I know. Must, are you the best dressed person at the city of Las Vegas? Well, I'm certainly the most formally dressed person at the city of Las Vegas. That's what I'm. I'm picturing. Oh, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, gonna, yeah. We're gonna leave the ladies out of it because yeah. that's not fair. Well, that's, but among I, I, the I'm among sorry. the gents, now you know I have one of the guys who's uh, one of my. Uh, senior lawyers in my office. He's a pretty dandy fellow, all of his own. Okay, he he, he can he can go toe to toe with uh, shoes and everything. He's got some really. Uh, he he spends more on shoes than I spend on my cars. Okay, I think he, you know one of those guys that. But you don't have a car. I don't have a car. <laughs> but when I use. <laughs> how do you think I can afford all these ascots? <laughs> Yeah. All right, I got I got to okay, ask you because go, let's, let's last go. night, hold on, I got to tell you this. 
Because I, I, I have a bone to pick with you, John, and, and it's not just because you talk down to me about Rocky Mountain oysters. Okay. Well, you opened the door for that one, nah, my friend. Not fair, but, you know, you, you, didn't, you, didn't have to, you didn't have to be mean to me. So now, now uh, because I'm the host, I, 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 I get to have my way with Uh-oh. you. Okay. I, I went and had a spectacular meal last night at the Golden Steer. <sighs> and why do you not like the Golden Steer? By the way, when we've you know the Golden Steer, if you don't know, is a a, a lovely old steak, legendary the oldest legendary the oldest uh, still open steak restaurant. Actually, that's not true. What? Not true. No, Bob Taylor's Ranch House. All right, all right. Sure. By three years. Okay. okay. You're talking. You're, you know. <laughs> but is you it, can't put this not, shit Bob over Taylor, on me. Is Bob Taylor? Is Bob Taylor? Uh, that. In city limits? Uh, no, it's in the county. It's out, out in the county. All right. It's, but, well, it's probably in the, it's way up northwest. It's up yeah, near northwest. Centennial. So in no. the city of Las Vegas. Okay. In oldest, the city of Las Vegas. Oh, yes. In 1958. It's been there a long, long, and long time. I'm telling you that I had, and I, I, I know my steak, maybe not as well as my Rocky Mountain oysters, but I know my steak. <laughs> and my steak last night was spectacular. I will give it this. The Golden Steer has upgraded itself itself recently, upped its game. Uh, I ate there last about five years ago. It was the last in a series of terrible meals I had going back to 1982. So when people start singing the praises of the Golden Steer Steakhouse to me, I go, I've probably eaten there over 200 times. And the last few meals I had there about five years ago were so bad. I mean, we're talking gray wilted lettuce, you know, uh, the the captains with their tuxedos that were frayed, the dirty cuffs. Uh, uh, they hadn't changed the carpet at that point, I think, the last, since, they, since they opened in 1958. I mean, it was just dingy. The food was dingy. It was tired. Was. The, the baked potatoes weren't, weren't cooked through. I remember that. I mean, half of yeah. it felt like it came out of a can. So... So I swore five years ago, never again, because I had been up and down with the restaurant. But the guy who owns it is a guy named Michael Signorelli. Mm -hmm. He retired or or took a backseat. I think he got tired of running it poorly. And he turned it over to his daughter. I don't know what her last name is. Amanda Signorelli. Yeah, yeah. She's fantastic. And she has done a wonderful job in upgrading it. So I will get back there. But I had a bad experience last night walking in. No, but you had an opportunity last night to come join us no, for dinner. No, but, but you told me the wrong time. No, I did not tell you anything. Well, somebody no. else told me the wrong time because I got there at 6.45 for a 6.30 dinner and, and they didn't have a reservation and nobody was there and I left. Okay, yeah. well, the moral of the story is the Golden Steer, I love it. It is a staple in my culinary cuisine. Because I, Amanda Signorelli has, has, has made it much better. I, I, it's fabulous. Well, you, I, you, you didn't know the old one. I still have battle scars. That's the difference between us. Okay. Well, maybe. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I don't know if I actually think I've been there before she took it over, but it's, I, it's one of my favorite meals to go to. The food is consistently good. It's nothing excessive or eccentric. Like it's just, it's good food. And that's what I want. When well, I they, go out, do it's they a, still do this? Uh, the, yes. the Caesar salad, yeah. Okay, yeah and it yeah. was and it, we had it yesterday. Yeah. Well, I I did walk around yesterday, even though I got a very 
I had to deal with the hostess last night that was uh, traumatic, but I won't go into that because they were like, oh, who's, uh, they wouldn't let me just walk into the dining room and see if my friends were eating there. It was like, why? I wouldn't trust you either, John. I know. Cause, yeah, cause what was I going to do, lift somebody's wallet? I mean, for God's sake. You know, I mean, uh, but anyway, uh, I you know, I walked around. I could see that, the, the you know, the the. the Waiters were dressed better. I mean, the place is sharper. They, they've 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 polished it up. They've they've spruced it up a lot, and I think it's great. Yeah. So, and they simplified the menu. Uh, the menu is always way too long. I think. See, they've shortened it. So maybe COVID's been a good thing, and I'm sure Amanda's doing a good job. Desert Companion Magazine also gave them a a, a Hall of Fame award this last year because they deserved it. I mean, they've been a continually operating restaurant since 1958, and uh, they have a loyal following. So. Bravo to them. I'll get back there sometime. Will you go there with us? If, if somebody tells me the right time yes, to show okay, up. Yeah, we got him. We got him. We got him. No, no, we just, we don't need to bicker about this. We got him. We will take you back, and you are going to love it. Y'all are our witness. <laughs> Y'all are with yes. all of you. Yes, I'll go there. I all promise. right, folks, don't promise. go anywhere. Okay. This uh, train wreck of a t- uh, radio show is going to continue <laughs> after the break. Uh, what's right with Sam and Ash? And he's talking 40 KXNT. Alan Stock here. I'm a veteran radio broadcaster here in the Las Vegas area for over 22 years. What's Right with Sam and Ash is a show to listen to, something to not miss. Every weekday live for one hour starting at 2 p.m. right here on AM840 KXNT. You can also get more of Sam and Ash, my legal team, on my Vegas Today show every Tuesday morning at 8.30. So stay tuned in because you deserve what's right. All right, you're listening to What's Right with Sam and Ash News Talk, 840 KXNT. It's Food Friday brought to you by Rocky Mountain Oysters, (laughs) which I did not know. We're in uh, fact, and if you don't go back you know, and listen to the other segment or the know, podcast, there's no rabbit in Welsh rabbit either. <laughs> I hate to d- destroy all your one. illusions there, but Welsh rabbit, also called Welsh rarebit, has no rabbit in it. What, what is, is it? What is it? It's it's cheese on toast, basically. What? Yes, and there's all kinds of food uh, things that aren't really. We should what do they a whole say. show on this. I I've got I've read books on this. We could we could have fun with this. Okay. I'll bring in a list sometime. Okay, we'll of do all a whole foods show that, on this. That, that that sound like one thing but really are not. Okay, okay. I mean, euphemistic language. There's no real you beef in us. beef jerky. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's in beef jerky, but I doubt it's real beef. <laughs> oh, you're ruining things for me. I love yeah. beef jerky. Yeah. Well, you, as they say, you don't want to know always how the sausage is made. Yeah. How, how, how do they name a hot dog a hot dog? You know? Now, let's well, leave Rocky out. Yeah, I, I, know, I mean, it. I'm just looking at him. Well, that came to my mind. Okay. So, All right. you had a question. Oh, no, I do have a question. <laughs> Sorry. I, did, I thought we were going to do it in the last segment. But I read an article Gordon Ramsay just chose sides in the Shake Shack versus In and Out debate. And I wanted to see where you fall on this because I know you're a burger fan. You yeah. enjoy, and even like not even like all the high end burgers. You like I've heard Del Taco cheeseburgers. Yeah, that, the yeah. Double Del is, is seriously <laughs> good. Five dollar cheeseburger. Okay. It really is. Yeah. Now, if I'm going to make you pick, is it Shake Shack or In and Out? Which where do you weigh on this? Well, I'll tell you, and I didn't read the article, so you're surprised. All it is is Gordon Ram. Do you want to sure, know? I'm sure he went with uh, with uh, with uh, Shake Shack. He went with In and Out. He did. Uh huh. No kidding. Yeah, he said nothing better than animal style double double. Well, you know, I I have to. I I love In and Out, but I think if if I had to choose to go to one or the other for the rest of my life, it'd be Shake Shack. Why? 
Well, the, the fries at, at In N Out are terrible. The, the fries are awful at Shake Shack. Well, I'm talking about In N Out now. No, I know, but they're worse at Shake Shack. Well, they're all limp and everything. And, and I'm not a fan of all that smothered and covered, uh, you know, animal style you stuff. You don't have to do that. I know. But, uh, and I, I've always thought that the, the, the burgers have a beefier, better, deeper taste at uh, Shake Shack than they do at the In N Out. Shake Shack has two things going for it. One, their buns are amazing. The, the buns, and, and, and that, yes. Yeah. And the second thing is that you can get wine there. Yeah. And there's really, folks, there's no better pairing than a good cheeseburger and, uh, and some red wine. With Chateau Mouton Rothschild. 2000, Well, right? they don't sell that. <laughs> they don't? But, no, but I think if you want a nice buckhorn, you can get that. Okay, so yeah. you're going Shake Shack. I Sam, would go Shake Shack. Oh, in and out. Yeah, I'm going in, in and, and out. out. Well, you're both California people. No, okay? no, no, no. You're I, being very provincial right now. No, no, no. <laughs> John, the, the buns that Shake Shack uses, they're from the East Coast, and my yeah. family has been shipping those in from the East Coast forever. <laughs> so I, if anyone was to lean Shake Shack, it would probably be me, but I die loving in and out and you have to know you know there's a whole secret menu and ways to you can make oh, yes, the burger yeah, yeah. right you know there's it's not oh, just my, off my, the off the shelf oem you my, can my wife gets the the hamburger with the lettuce basically the protein the protein style. Style. she gets that and right? guess what you can ask them to cook your fries how you yeah, want yeah, yeah. Them. you can you can double fries so you do al dente yeah. al dente fries anyway i'm just saying I, I also i just like the menu better at shake shack they had do great Chicago hot dogs there, Vienna beef hot dogs. I've never had one. I'm always yeah, tempted so, so, by it. Uh, okay. Uh, but I, I, I think it's as close as one is the two. That's why it's a good debate because okay. both sides are right. I mean, and I love In-N-Out Burger too. I just just had one slight preference. That's all. Okay. You're listening to What's Right with Sam and Ash on Newstalk 840 KXNT. Fridays every week we do this show where we talk about food. We've got John Curtis here who is a lawyer in town, yeah. uh, a fine lawyer, a finely dressed lawyer as well. Uh, again, I'll mention overdressed, overdressed. No, no such thing. Well, not but, in my world, but, yeah, but some you people's. are you are looking very dandy today and proper, and we appreciate you uh, you you dressing uh, for radio uh, today. Okay. Uh, I, have, I have a face made for radio too. No, you oh stop. We always bring you in every week to talk about some new places for people to go. So, um, do you have any ideas? Well, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, Omicron. Uh, Omicron. It's gotta be everybody. You know, everybody knows. Oh, Watch just, Ashley back. I want to just literally. give some props. Uh, I, I don't think I've had a chance to talk on this show since I went here, but I have been bagging on the food scene in Henderson, Nevada for 27 years. 28 years. Now I'm in my 28th year as a food writer. And I've said that Henderson is a town that taste forgot. It's just, <laughs> it, it's just terrible on so many levels. That, that horrible strip of Eastern that's five miles of franchises and bad, uh, you know, pet smart stores and, 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 and 7-Elevens. I mean, it's just, it's just grotesque. But they are improving in Henderson. And the place I'm going to recommend is not new to Henderson. It's been there about five years. But I'd heard about it, and I was a little skeptical because I saw the menu, and it's a something-for-everything kind of restaurant. I'll get to it, too. I'll, 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 the suspense will end in a second. But I, so I was a little skeptical, and it's way away from Chinatown, so I said, how good can it be? Because I always think the best Asian restaurants are in places called Chinatown or Asian Town, anywhere, whether in San Francisco, New York, Miami, whatever. Mm -hmm. So Sushi Hero, two words, Sushi Hero, H-I-R-O is a sushi bar on Eastern 
just a little bit south of the 215. It's not deep, deep into down eastern there as you head towards Anthem. And it kind of just blew me away on, uh, on uh, it was Christmas Eve, I think we went there. And, and I was just, I couldn't believe how fine the fish was and the selection of fish. There's an awful lot of sushi bars in town that uh, have, you know, lots of fish, but a lot of it's kind of, you know, old and, or they're, they're constantly putting it into rolls, you know, with crazy yeah. names like screaming orgasm rolls and things like that. And you uh, had to go there. Yep. Well, I had to go there. Yeah. Well, because that's my favorite kind of roll in the hay, the screaming <laughs> orgasm roll. But anyway, uh, Sushi Hero has serious sushi chefs. It's not as much for a purist like Yui Itomai Sushi is on, on Spring Mountain Road or Kabuto or Kame, which are really uh, purist-oriented, uh, mm-hmm. with very just fish, 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 and very Japanese. This is a little more something for everything Japanese restaurant, but but the, the owner is there as a sushi chef. He's got three other, he's got a huge bar with lots of seats, and the selection of fish just blew me away. So Sushi Hero gets a really strong thumbs up from me as a place to get fish, and amazingly, it's open for lunch, which oh. a lot of our best Japanese restaurants are not. I agree. And so they're open for lunch, I think, six days a week. So you can have lunch or dinner there. They have lunch specials. And if you insist on your California rolls and all the, all the you know, crazy spicy tuna this or whatever, you can get that there too. But if you're a sushi purist like I am, Sushi Hero will, will fill the bill there. I'm looking at some photos of the inside, and it looks stunning. It yeah. looks really nice and clean and crisp, and that's what I'm going yeah. for when I go into a sushi. I need somewhere that's clean, aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. And then you're right. It's all about the fish quality, and you can't – if you're not hiding it all in a roll, it's important. And so I'm That's excited. the key. No, yeah. You just said, not hiding in the roll. And, and his selection has got to be the best in town, the best at the highest quality. And I, and I depend on some Japanese gourmands in town to sort of to steer me to certain okay. places. And, and they love – I mean, they, they kind of put me onto it, but they say, yeah, it's uh, – uh, this guy is serious. Sushi Hero. Sushi Hero. Henderson, where? Uh, on Eastern. Eastern. On Eastern. 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 Oh. Eastern. On Eastern, just, just south of the 215. I saw you post about this. By the yeah. way, if uh, people want to follow you on social media, they can do so looking up John Curtis. That's Curtas. Yeah. <laughs> C-U-R-T-A-S, I, single S, even though. I put the ass in Curtis, that's for yeah. sure. <laughs> uh, but that, that's for Instagram. On Twitter, you're eating LV. At eating Las Vegas. At yeah. eating Las Vegas. And eatinglv.com is my website. Got it. E- eatinglv.com. Because I saw pictures of the Sushi Hero spot yeah. uh, earlier this week. I think you posted something. Yeah. And it was very, it looked really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really good. Well, my litmus test for every restaurant, when I walk out of it, do I say to myself, I can't wait to come back. And that's exactly what I was thinking when I was walking out of Sushi Hero. Wonderful. So Sushi Hero, Henderson on Eastern. Uh, it's a great spot. By the way, you know, if people like approachable sushi, there's another spot, and we've talked about it here before. It's downtown right by our office. You and or me. You or me. You or me, great. Very approachable. Pricing's decent. Um, again, not a purist spot, yeah. Yeah. but... Um, but I, w- w- sushi here is a little cause a cut above. You think? Yeah, I think well, a little little cut above. I mean, the it's it's bigger and it and, and it moves more fish. I like you or me sushi for all the cooked food they have. They have yeah. some Amazing. really interesting Asian fusion food there. They have decent sushi. I mean, it's not it's not mind bending, but it's really good. But they also have a great other menu that that uh, you never get tired of. And you or me is, I believe, on California Street. Right. 
uh, here you in downtown. Throw a rock Las, from here to, yeah, Las, to it. Just downtown Las Vegas in the Arts District, right by Esther's, across the right. street from Esther's Kitchen. Right. Okay. When we come back, I know you got more recommendations. So I, I've got an will, oddball one that, <laughs> yes, even you might want to go to maybe. Oh, okay. <laughs> even Miss. Stay Mr. tuned. I'm Mr. now Rocky Mountain Oyster. <laughs> so eating LV is your eatinglv.com. Is the blog. Is the blog, and then Eating LV on Twitter, and then John Kurtass on Instagram. All right, don't go anywhere. You're listening to What's Right with Sam and Ash. News Talk 840 KXNT. Okay, John, Ash, I know I have a question for you guys here before we continue talking about food. And by the way, this is What's Right with Sam and Ash, News Talk 840 KXNT. There's a news story that just popped up on the New York Post about a, and I guess this was from Reddit, so this might have been a few days ago, but basically somebody took a photograph through the airplane seats, the row in front of them. Oh, gosh. And captured a screen, the screen, the phone screen of of this woman sitting directly in the row in front of them. Judging by the seats, I think it's a Delta flight. And I'm going to... And I'm, for whatever it's worth, right? And then you see a text thread with somebody named James on an iPhone. And the woman is typing out, we have COVID. Shh. That's why we're coming home a day early on the plane now. And here, by the way, here's the, you know, you can, you can see actually, literally, that's the, that's the photograph. Oh my goodness. So... So now uh, Reddit is, you know, gives a, a site where you can comment back and forth and do upvotes. And so it's pretty evenly divided. Two groups of people. One that think the woman who got on a plane who is COVID positive is a horrible person. And the other group of people think that the people who are this person who's taking photographs of somebody else's phone and spying on them is a pretty horrible person too. What are your thoughts? I think both are horrible people. This is one where there's no winner. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, the, world, I hate the to, world's I, nuts. That's what I think. Everybody's I, just crazy. I do get the feeling sometimes when I'm on a plane that people are tr- looking at my phone. And it's weird. I'm like reading a book or something. I'm just like, this, get away. It's so strange. So I don't like that one. But also, that's just, uh, it's very, very irresponsible. And uh, so I don't like either either of these sides. What about you? Yeah, I don't think you should get on a plane if you've got a COVID positive test. Uh, know if you know that you've got COVID. I, I don't think you should stay home. You should isolate. I mean, I, it's, it's common human decency. Um, and I, but I really think that there is a breed of people out there right now who are so convinced of their of their moral and ethical superiority because of their orthodoxy on COVID mitigation that they go around self appointed you know, police of, of, of masking, of social distancing, of human behavior. And, and I am, I am of the school of thought. I'm just, me me personally, I I don't go around telling other people how they should be. You know, if somebody's doing something that I think is socially reprehensible, I make a comment about in my head, I may snicker. I may tell my friend that I'm with or my wife or my friends, you know, that, that I don't like something that they're doing, but I'm not going to go up to them and put my finger in or post, post up a picture of them. I, it's just, it's not who I am. So I really, no, I really don't do, like that. These people, they, they, they get off on it. 
I mean, they 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 give themselves this this is this is this uh, self congratulatory virtue self virtual uh, enhancement here by by and we empowered all these people when we decided to go crazy over COVID. We empowered all these rule followers and finger pointers and you know I, I'm going to tell the teacher types okay and there's and, a, and, and now now they're all justified because they they think that this disease justifies because they're really really just helping people but what they're really doing is just running around trying to make themselves feel good. They're people with mental disorders because literally well, there's a guy may, no, that may be a stretch. I no, just think there's, there's a guy. There's, they're just self righteous jerks. No, that's there's what they a guy are. That, that was on 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 social media on Twitter the other day where he was going around through airports. He was going th- through the airport and videoing, you know, a, a family that wasn't wearing their mask properly, oh, yeah, well, a guy yeah. in the plane that wasn't wearing the mask, and posting it up. Well, I mean, again, this is how they, that's their self-esteem. They're, that's how they, they uh, it's they, a mental disorder. Well, I mean, literally just these people are, are, are this, it's, it's so antisocial what, what, what they're doing, that, that, that kind of yeah, what is, well, policing. Yeah. We haven't worn masks around each other for, what is it, at least a few hundred years. Oh, no, more like a few billion years, okay? But now we're going to all mask up all the time because of viruses? Go figure. The world has lost its mind. It really has. And On that note, where do we go to fix our appetites? Anima. Anima. Think pronounce anima. that. Anima. Like animal without an L. Okay. <laughs> anima. This is the EDO This is group, the EDO right? mashup. It's Isn't that opening up tonight? It's it opening up tonight. Okay. And uh, I'm supposed to go. I don't. Homie don't do no opening parties anymore. I'm. <laughs> I. I, I I'm, I've given up that nonsense with everybody crowding shoulder to shoulder to get a little tiny bite of food. But uh, I know the chef well, Francesco De Caudo, who used to be the chef at, wait for it, wait for it, uh, uh, Ferraro's. He oh, was cool. When Ferraro's got restaurant of the year, and he got chef of the year. This is about three, four years ago. I think three years ago, no, four years ago. Francesco is a wonderful Italian chef, uh, and he's going to do this sort of a uh, Sicilian Spanish mashup of highly seasoned tapas, basically. Some are very authentic, and some are going to be mix and match those two cuisines, which which actually marry very well together. Spanish and Italian food, you know, they are heavily seasoned. A lot of tomato, a lot of garlic, uh, a lot of seafood, you know, things yeah. like that. So I'm really, really looking forward to Anima. Where is it? Nine two zero five West Russell Road, basically at the two fifteen and. Uh, Russell and Fort Apache. And I, I've talked about it before, but on South Rainbow and South Jones, there, there are little mini Chinatowns developing, especially on South Jones right there, where, where the, and, and Rainbow and Jones. There are little pockets of Asian pho parlors and Korean and some sushi and some you know boba tea places and, oh, cool. and Asian tea and Asian bakeries. So all of these things are popping up down in the Southwest, which is uh, good news for people out there. Hey, question for you on this because I was looking for some cheese the other day. Uh, is there? There's a good cheese shop in Henderson, right? Oh, the the best Valley Cheese and Wine. Valley, Valley, cheese, Valley and cheese and Wine on Horizon Ridge. It's been there now about 14 years, and uh, that's. A, I, I thought I talk. I talk about some of these things so much I forget. You've mentioned it here before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's so weird that Las Vegas. It's the size that it is. We have one good cheese shop here, Valley Cheese and Wine. We have uh, just a couple of decent butcher shops, you know, Feather Blade, Village Meat and Wine. It's weird. You know, Butcher Block has a few good stores. That We're so big and now so affluent, and we uh, all, all these things that other towns like Denver and San Diego and, and Oklahoma City take for granted, we struggle with. Cheese is one of them. I, th- I think 
we're not that big. Well, we're two point four million. That's all. You know, that's, uh, that's greater, not chicken feed. Yeah, Greater Valley. Okay. Yeah, well, we don't because Vegas is so isolated by the desert. We we can't grab onto the like the the big uh, populations that other cities can in their surrounding areas. Yeah, so. well, I wanted to, I wanted to ask that because I think occasionally people want to put together a nice little, little cheese board. Yeah. And- Valley Cheese and Wine on Horizon Ridge. Tell them John Curtis and Sam and Ash sent you, okay? Diana is the owner, and she's great, and you can go there. She'll talk cheese and charcuterie with you. She has a great selection of wine and uh, sliced meats. It's really oh, a nice great. place. So it, could you get, like, if you're hosting a little meat and cheese That's, board and she'll prepare it all for you? I've done it a dozen times, okay, just in the last few years. Yeah. Hot diggity Yeah, God. yeah. She'll help you make one, or she'll make one for you. Yeah. Well, now I'm headed to Henderson. Yeah, yeah. There we go. The, All good. You know, I can have a lunch, do the show with you, and still feel hungry at the end of the show. Well, I'm starving. So are we going, doing lunch today? We're doing a late lunch. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah then, we're doing it. Then you need to put on your smoking jacket. I'm, dang it. I'm <laughs> and gonna, I'll, I'll order Rockies. And I'll order the Rocky Mountain Oysters. <laughs> oh, God. I'm, I'm skipping this lunch then. If you're missing that joke, uh, you can enjoy the first segment. Was it the first segment? Second, second, second of the show second, where second. I humiliated myself. You go to the go to get our podcast. You can subscribe Apple Podcasts. You can go to Spotify. The What's Right with Sam and Ash show. We're there, uh, and uh, and you don't want to miss this, especially these Friday shows. I, these are my favorite uh, shows, except when I swear. I prom- well, I promise no, to st- okay. swear less. Okay. Well, listen, it's. Um, <laughs> we'll allow it. Okay. We'll allow it. Um, fortunately, Mark was handy with the uh, with the buttons, so okay. we got that uh, all taken care of. Well, John, have a good weekend. We hope. Bon to, appetit. Yeah, thank everyone. you, and uh, and fingers crossed that no one in your party uh, comes down with any positivity, yeah. so you can make your way to France. <laughs> be negative. Uh, be negative uh, yeah. for once. Yes. Be negative. All right, friends. You're listening to What's Right with Sam and Ash here on News Talk 840 KXNT. Always the place to be Monday through Friday. 2 to 3 p.m. A couple of lawyers having fun, talking about life, issues, and food. Have a great weekend. See you next week.